What's up, everybody, and welcome to Authentically Imperfect, where we talk about the fact that you don't have to have it all together to fulfill your calling and purpose. My name is Natasia, and I'm your host for this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's hump day. Hump diddy hump 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 day. Hey, 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 hump day. Right? It's Wednesday. (laughs) I am super excited to be with you all on this podcast. Um... I have had quite an interesting week, quite an interesting start to this year. A good start, but an interesting one, right? Uh, 2024 has definitely been good and it's going to continue to be good. We're just going to decree and declare that. Yes. So (laughs) something really interesting happened to me this week in particular, and it was so profound to me that I was like, okay, this is definitely going to be the content for my podcast. So you got to pick up what I'm putting down. <laughs> um, basically, my womanly Auntie Flo, right, decided to come and I was in a lot of pain. Okay. I was like, oh, my T God, I couldn't take it. And I remember I woke up one morning at 6.17 a.m. I looked at the clock on my watch. It was 6.17 a.m. And when I got out of the bed, um, I was in like, it was just uncomfortable. And I was like, oh my God, like what in the world is going on? And I'm taking um, Advil and Tylenol and I'm like, you know, trying to do like stretches and I'm deep breathing and I'm like, whoo, whoo. And literally I found out that sometimes this pain can actually mimic the pain of labor, but it's on a lesser scale. And I was like, oh, okay. So I think y'all know where I'm going with this. And so I was like, okay, well, I need to get in a position that is comfortable for me so that the pain can be alleviated and that I can focus on what I have to do moving forward. And when I was sitting there um, and I was trying to lie down, actually, I was trying to lie on my side. It wasn't helping. The pain was just like, oh, my God. And then I was trying to, like, get on my hands and my knees. And that was not comfortable at all. And then I said, you know what? So I have this beanbag chair. It's called a moon pod. You know what? Moon pod. If you ever hear this podcast, I want a partnership with you because I I've had this moon pod for over a year and I absolutely love it. I had the whole set. And so I sat upright on the foot um, where usually where you put your feet, right? But I sat upright on the portion where you put your feet and I kind of just sat and like rocked back and forth and allowed my body to just feel um gravity and also to just like breathe and when I started to breathe and as I was sitting there the pain actually went away and I was like what the heck (laughs) I was like what the heck is going on right so then I said you know what what is the most optimal position for birthing because the Lord then literally spoke to me and he was like, Natasia, the reason that you feel like this is yes, it's like a physical pain, right? Because of what you're going through, but you are giving birth spiritually. And I was like, homie, what? I was like, that's why I 
because this is ridiculous. I was cussing a little bit. Not a little bit. I was cussing a lot. Okay, y'all pray for me. I'm, I'm being yet delivered. <laughs> and so when I looked up what is the most optimal position to give birth in, it literally said the most optimal position is the upright position where your body um, basically it could be standing, kneeling, squatting. Anything that allows your body to take advantage of gravity to help a baby move down into the pelvis. In addition, squatting increases the size of your pelvis, providing more room for the baby to maneuver and descend. And I said, okay. He told me I'm in the birthing room. I'm in the active labor process. So for you all as the listeners, if you're feeling uncomfortable, frustrated, angry, irritated, pissed off, like you want to bite something, <laughs> you want to scream, you want to shout. I wonder if you are in active labor for the thing that you are supposed to give birth to in this season. And if you are in active labor, are you seeking God for the optimal position that you need to be in to birth that thing out? Okay. First of all, the upright position, right? That really intrigued me because I was like, okay, if you think about it, most hospitals, when you go into a hospital, they have you kind of like lay down. I have not had children yet. Hallelujah. But <laughs> they kind of, from what I've seen, right, they, they have you laid down, not fully like on your back, but you're like in this weird position. And sometimes it makes your body more susceptible to injury. And I was like, okay, interesting. But for the upright birthing position, standing, kneeling, um, they have these devices that you can literally squat on and give birth, which I was like, oh, okay, there's a lot to this, Jesus. But it was so interesting to me that the position is upright instead of down, right? So I even think about the scripture, look to the hills from which comes our help, knowing that our help comes from the Lord. And when we think about where God is seated, we think about him seated above in heavenly places, in high places, not in the low places. And so as you're walking through this process of learning what it means to be in active labor with him, I encourage you to get into a position where you're looking upright, not down, where you're seeking forward, not behind, where you're not letting the past control you, right? And if you feel like you keep defaulting to the past, then not only go to him in prayer, but y'all know I'm an advocate for get your booty to therapy, therapy, get to therapy, right? Like figure out what's going on with me. What are my triggers? Why am I feeling like this? What the Hades? <laughs> figure it out with him, right? But also seek the wisdom and the counsel that he gives us. He gives us godly therapists. You can't tell me. Because my whole my therapist is a whole deliverance minister. Be coming from my edges all the time. <laughs> Sent from God. Literally. So you can't tell me they don't exist. They do. And so figure out what those triggers are. And what's keeping you from moving forward. Or keeping you from looking up and above. And to the hills from which comes your help. Because your help really does come from him. And another thing that I find beautiful about the birthing process is that nowhere in it 
is the mother or the person giving birth, right? The mother, the woman, um, amen. So let's eliminate some confusion, the woman, right? But typically the woman giving birth, it's not a process where she's alone or by herself. There is typically always some form of support in the room around her. And so even if you don't have the support of man, if you don't have the support of your family, if you don't have the support of your friends, it, look, we're not always going to have man's support, but the whole fact of the matter is that we will always have God's support. He literally is Jehovah Shammah, which means he's always there. And he's Jireh, which means he's provider, but he's our helper. Like scripture tells us like he's a present help in the time of trouble. He's always there. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. He's with us until the end of the age. That is like eons and forever, essentially. That's what that's saying. Like, he's there. So remember, like, while you're walking through active labor and giving birth, whatever it is you are supposed to give birth to in this season, and if it's supposed to be breakthrough, if it's supposed to be wholeness, if you are supposed to um, birth like a new position, right, at your job, if you are supposed to write a song or a book or a letter <laughs> or a poem or, you know, a, a video or whatever it is, right, whatever realm of birthing you're supposed to give birth to, know that you are not in the active laboring process by yourself. And also... Another thing that God gave me that was so profound was like, hey, Natasha, this is a process. Active labor takes time. Very rarely, um, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen because you see women give birth in like under an hour, right? Um, but very more so often than not, the labor process takes time. You hear those stories about women being in labor for 16, 20, 28 hours, 30 hours. You hear those stories because giving birth, you have to allow the canal to open and to become flexible, right? There's a flexibility that has to happen. There's a movement that has to happen. There's a shift that has to occur. And as you journey through life, realize that that is not something that you are always going to be able to anticipate, right? You can prepare for the labor. You can prepare for the process, but there are still some things that you just going to have to walk out by faith. There are still some things that you're going to have to take your time day by day, little by little. Yes, you're going to. Like, you know, you might forget how to breathe for a quick second, you know, something could happen where you need to change your position, right? You might find the current position you're in uncomfortable and then you need to shift to something else. And that's okay because first of all, nothing is set in stone. And just because you adhere to one thing in one season doesn't mean it's going to be the same thing in the next season. Y'all, excuse me, I had to get my water. <laughs> um, sometimes that position is going to change and be okay with that. It's a, it's a journey. It's a shift, right? And as you're learning how to shift the momentum and the gravity as you're changing that position, gravity will help to guide 
that baby out. And gravity is like, I want to parallel the gravity <laughs> as in like the anointing and the grace that you carry for your life. There's a certain grace that each one of us has to fulfill our calling, our purpose. I'm telling you, baby, each one of us has our own set of grace. No one else can walk out your process. No one else can be you. Boom. Sir, ma'am, ma'am, sir. Nobody else can be you. Only you can be yourself. That's amazing to me. That's another story for another day. But the gravity, right? The, the anointing, the grace that you carry, um, that will help to guide that baby out. And as it is coming out, right? As you see the head counting, as you see the head, the shoulders, the feet, the, the legs, the arms, all of the things, right? Just know that there is a grace um, and know that there is great strength in what you carry. And as that thing is coming out, as you begin to see it, know that it's going to live. And then that thing is going to mature. <laughs> oh, I had to clap on that one. No, that thing is going to live. And yes, it is going to mature. Because another thing is after the labor process, after the birthing process, right? There's a maturity and a growth that comes that's associated with that thing. And so I admonish you for the people, even for the people who looked at the babies, right? The spiritual babies that they were supposed to birth and they felt like those things died. I admonish you to look again, right? Maybe it just needed some more time in the womb. Ah! Maybe it just needed some more time in the womb. Maybe you weren't ready. Maybe you needed more time. Because you have to be able to endure the active labor process. It's an endurance thing in there as well. That's why I admonish women who are able to walk through that and give birth. That is not an easy task, okay? You have to be able to walk through that thing, to push through that thing, <laughs> to have the stamina to do it. And maybe in the previous season, you did not have the stamina. And that is what grace is for. God is not beating you up because you were not ready. I say that because I walked through that. There was a season where his podcast, right? I waited several years. People would tell me all the time, Natasha, you should have a podcast. Natasia, you should have a podcast. You should have a podcast. And I was like, I hear you. Thank you. I'm getting there, but I'm not ready yet. I took a break from July until what? December? Because... I wasn't ready to resume. I had so much stuff going on last year. I was like, it felt like I was in World War Xenon. <laughs> Not even World War Three. It felt like I was in World War Xenon. Like, oh my God. You know, I was going through a lot of stuff last year. It felt like I was in the fight of my life. And I was like, okay. But I was like, God, I know I got to be obedient. And I got to do this. And, I do. and he stopped me. And he said, girl. Your, my grace is sufficient for you. 
And it is pride for you to think that you could continue to push through something that I told you to take a break from to begin with. Yeah, the life situation happened so that you could rest. Because then I had to go through a little period of rest to recover and recuperate. Okay? I had to recuperate my tea. God, come on through here. <laughs> I needed that time for me. And because I needed that time for myself, I was then able to be like, all right. Now I can get back in the saddle. Now I can get into the active labor position. And now because I'm resting and recovered, I have the stamina and the endurance to see this thing through. So I admonish you, if you thought the baby was dead, look again. You might have just needed a little bit more time. That baby might have just needed a bit more time in the oven and that's okay and at the appointed time ah, the appointed time let me say it again the appointed time at that time then you will give birth and this time it's going to continue to live and grow and mature and no its growth will not be stunted so take the pressure off yourself. Yes, there is a world out here that needs to hear your voice, but you need to be okay for you first. If you are not okay for yourself, if you are not whole within yourself, if you are not content, if you are not prepared, if you are not ready, you are the one that has to bear the brunt of the consequence. No one else has to bear that burden. No one else has to bear that weight. So take the weight off of yourself. I'm clapping because I feel it in my shanana. <laughs> take the weight off of yourself. Release it. Let it go. And realize God's grace is sufficient. He's not faulting you. Because if your heart is in the right place, and you desire to be obedient, he is going to make a way for you. And he is the one that is going to support you while you are giving birth. He's the one. I'm going to say that again. He is the one that is going to support you while you are giving birth. So do not apologize for the times that you weren't ready. Forgive yourself for the times you weren't there. Forgive yourself when you started to labor and you got tired and was like, I quit. For the people who quit, let me, let me talk to y'all. Forgive yourself. Seriously. It's okay that you did not have it. It's okay that you couldn't supply it. It's okay you couldn't give it. You're human. You ain't Jesus Jr. And if you are, I mean, shoot, I don't know why you ain't in heaven then. Because <laughs> if you was Jesus Jr., you should have went down to hell with him and got the keys to the grave and ascended with him. Did I miss something? If you are Jesus Jr., you should not be in flesh right now. Mm, amen. <laughs> we bless the name of the Lord. <laughs> so, seriously, 
And this goes for anything, right, that you are supposed to give birth to. And I oftentimes think that uh, sometimes, like, when it comes to when we describe giving birth, we think about it in the context of, like, it has to be this major, big, grandiose thing. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because the baby can be six pounds and still be healthy. It don't got to be a 10-pound baby. Mm. Felt like somebody need to hear that. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a 10-pound baby. Whatever that thing is, whatever that thing has been on your heart, on your mind, in your spirit. Because let me tell you something. The pursuit of wholeness requires active labor as well. Deliverance uh, requires active labor as well. So if you didn't think that uh, you walking through a deliverance process is you being an active labor child, honey, I'm here to tell you, um, yeah, it's active labor and you're there and you're birthing it out. And that's major, right? Deliverance isn't a small thing. Anytime you decide to come out of agreement with something that has been plaguing you and your bloodline for years, that's not a small task at all. And it's certainly something that cannot be done in your own strength. And that's why I said we have to rely on God as the source of our support in this process. He's the one that supports us. We don't have the strength to support ourselves. Can you hold yourself in an upright position while actively giving birth? If you can, I'm impressed. But like, I know I probably would be like, um, excuse me. Can I get some help? <laughs> help me, please. Because this is trifling a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you don't have all the tools and the resources. So you don't have to lean into it for you by yourself. There's always going to be support. And also have the wisdom and the discerning to know what that support looks like. Because oftentimes we have an association, right? I had this, um, I had this whole fantasy in my head, I guess, if you will. We'll call it a fantasy or this ideation. Let me say it like that. I had this ideation in my head that I could not do anything until the man of God showed up in my life. <laughs> girl ma'am sir sorry ma'am let me tell you <laughs> how wrong that was because i was just sitting up here getting pissed off and frustrated when god wasn't on my time he wasn't on my time he's still not on my time and he was like girl i don't know what you're sitting up here waiting for some man to come help hey i'm all you need oh i felt that for somebody he's all you need you don't need the other person to complete you. And that goes for men and women. And don't put that weight on somebody else to complete you. It's selfish. And I had to be rebuked about that. The Lord was like, girl, that is really selfish. <laughs> Listen, that's not their responsibility to your life. That's not what kingdom relationship looks like. That's not an example of my love for the church, for the bride, girl. 
He said to me, I'm going to knock that fantasy out of your mind. And then he daggone sure did. Because I was like, well, dang. You know, when you get the full picture of what, like, of what relationships and then, like, eventually, if you desire to progress into marriage, what that looks like. Let me tell you something. Um, Take your time. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? I think I can wait with you. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and enjoy this thing called singleness. And I'm going to do the thing. And I'm going to build things and, you know, God be praised. And I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to do it for myself. Ooh, let me say that again. I'm going to do it for myself. Do it for yourself. Don't do it for somebody else. <laughs> Not just a boo. Your family, your friends, your coworkers, your boss. Do it for you. And as you do it for yourself, then God will bring the support that is needed unto you and for you and around you. But don't feel bad. I encourage you not to feel bad. If you have been like, you have been feeling like I felt on many different occasions. Right? Because it's normal. Because there's this false expectation Right. Of what we think support should look like. But you have to get clear. Right. Within yourself and be able to recognize, hey, I feel like I need this. And that, that comes with intentionality and with time and with healing. The more that you heal. Right. You won't be 100 percent healed. I'll just tell you that now. Um, but the more that you heal, the more that you take your time, the more that you walk through your journey, the more that you walk with your process, you'll be able to identify, hey, this is what I need right now. And then guess what? God will send what you need to you. And it may not look like what you thought it should look like. But I guarantee you, he knows best every single time. I can't think of a time where God didn't know better than me. Like, I really can't. He really knew everything that I needed in the best way possible. And that has to be enough, right? For us, for our expectations, for our desires. That has to be the foundation from which we move. It's like, hey, excuse me, water break. Okay, I'm back, y'all. <laughs> um, but that has to be the foundation from which we move where we're like, hey, you know what? This is enough. And because this is enough, I have everything that I need. And I was talking with um, someone who I love very dearly. <laughs> and she was saying to me, hey, you have everything that you need inside of you. God has already placed that there. Not necessarily the tools to heal yourself, <laughs> but to fulfill the calling and the purpose on your life that's inside of you. He placed that in you. Those little quirks that you have, those aren't coincidental. Your personality, that's not coincidental. That's a part of your design. Right? The good parts of you, the parts of you, even the parts of you that need to be loved and healed and made whole, that's all intentional. 
right? And oftentimes, not even oftentimes, but everything, everything we do is a means of becoming closer to him because he really wants that intimacy with us. And I even think it's so beautiful where like, if you could see even in the labor room where you see a husband and a wife and they're partnering together and the husband is supporting the wife because the husband placed the seed there to begin with. Hmm. Ah! He placed the seed there to begin with. Her womb was just created and anointed to carry the seed that he placed there. Okay. So I think it's a beautiful thing where you get to that active labor and you see the support and you see the love and the encouragement. And I'm here, babe, I'm holding your hand. That's such a beautiful picture for how I believe God um, desires to walk with us as we are birthing out those things. Whatever those things are to you, those things. And it is so amazing and how tender and how kind and how safe and how sweet he is with us. Once again, I encourage this and I say this. If you are hearing God through a condemning tone, that is not him. That is something in your past. I encourage you to deal with that because the voice of God, if his word literally says love is patient, love is kind, love does not boast, it's not envious, it holds no record of wrongs, love endures all things, hopes all things, bears all things. Like, what? That's what his voice sounds like. It's patient, it's kind, it's gentle. That is how you should hear him to you, for you, not in condemnation, not in shame, not in brokenness, not in error, none of those things. But I encourage you, if you're hearing him like that, work through the past and figure out what those things are that are causing you to hear him like that. Because he really is there to support you in the process. And what is blocking you from accepting that support? What's keeping you from accepting the help? Right? It doesn't mean something is wrong. But what's blocking you? What's the hesitation? And why is it the hesitation? And if there's a blockage and a hesitation there, how can you move forward, right? To remove the hesitation or to allow him actually to remove the hesitation and to fill, excuse me, fill the void and clear the space. Yeah. Fill the void, clear the space. Clear the space and then fill the void. Let's put it like that. Clear the space first and then fill the void so that you can partner with him. It's a partnership. You have the strength. You have the courage. You have the wisdom. You have the knowledge. It's in you. (laughs) Woo! 
it is in you. And if you don't believe that it's in you, my prayer for you is that you get to a place where you believe that for yourself and you hold that conviction. You've got this. You really do. It's a day by day thing. And once again, don't beat yourself up if it's not done. Trust me, as a recovering perfectionist, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning myself, right? It's a day by day step-by-step, moment-by-moment journey. But the beautiful thing is that, like I said, that baby is gonna grow into a toddler and then that toddler is gonna learn how to get its footing and it's become an adolescent and a teenager and then a full-blown adult where it's matured. And you can send that thing off and release it and move to the next thing, right? Because it's a process. It's a process, and I'm so excited to see you go on that journey um, and birth out what you are supposed to birth out, what you desire to birth out. And I'm just supposed to, but your desires as well as they're aligned with his desires for you, right? Because he cares about that stuff. He cares about all of it, <laughs> all of it, not some of it, for real, for real, all of it. But yeah, I, I am just so excited to see how you journey through life, how you journey through your own story, how you navigate. And um, remember, you got to contend. Contend for the greatness that is inside of you. I truly, truly, truly am rooting for you. Talk to you guys soon.